but yeah I think I like that you're dressed really preppy and I kind of feel like a baddie right now yeah you're just like a baddie I like it with a little chain um, um, I've got my like right. three necklaces all my rings my I realize I really like this show I really like this show too when I start thinking of rewrites it's because I really like it oh um, I rewrite every show I watch no in my head this is how it happens <laughs> once I start watching a show and get really into it I basically start writing I wouldn't call it fan fiction, but, like, it's essentially that, because it's, like, basically how I would write the show, but, like, I make different characters, and, like, I make different, like, like, I just basically yeah. make a show that is that show, yeah. but how I would do it. Like, um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay, what do you want to listen to? In the world of the show, and I don't know if it's, like, a generational thing, because to my understanding, like, I feel like I'm, like, Haley's age. You're like Alex's age. I don't know, whatever. I feel like I was like well, I'm like the eldest. I feel like I'm more like Haley's age. Luke's more like very like younger sibling vibes. And I guess so is Mance. Feel like the same age. I don't know if this is like the way things are with kids these days. But I thought it was like weird to me that Alex, at least early on, seemed to like guys were never into her in high school like they kind of presented her as like like she's not conventional even though she is but like I guess in the show like oh she's like a nerdy girl she's not like a cute popular girl like Haley um and then just like I guess her perspective but then Manny has girls after him but I feel like he's also fills a similar role with like he's not like conventionally the beauty student plus you (laughs) Like he he's kind of like <laughs> like you know what I mean. I feel like they would have had a similar issue where I feel like girls would have gone for Luke over Manny the way they went for like Haley over Alex. And I thought it was I thought it was always weird, but he always had pussy. Like he had so many girls after him. No, I think it's you're just, right. I remember also thinking like even when I was a kid and it was appropriate for me to like think this, I would be like, oh, Manny's not as good looking as like like Luke and stuff like that and like I think they like play it off like oh but Manny's like a sweet sensitive guy so he like attracts like the artsy girls but you're right it is weird him and Luke like compete for girls and like I feel like they're always having like equal which not that like Luke's like but um I think (laughs) Luke is super hot Because I, I just thought it was weird, especially in person to Alex. Like, Alex never had a choice with any guys. Like, no guys hate her second look, even though she was, like, a cute girl that was, like, smart. I don't, I don't know. know. Okay. Maybe, I guess. I will say this. Girls usually wait around for guys to make a move on them. And Manny and Luke were, or especially Manny, was really outspoken about his feelings. So he would ask out a lot of girls. And, like, do that. And I think Alex wouldn't put herself out there the way Manny did. Which is why I think Manny would have girlfriends and Alex did. Like, I think if Alex put herself out there, she would also have boyfriends. But because she didn't. She's kind of a bitch, too, I guess. But, um, yeah. I think she also wasn't interested in dating, it seemed like, a lot of the time. Like, obviously... interested in dating but she was definitely always like insecure about guys like I don't think it took a long time for her to think of herself as like dateable or like attractive like I remember a couple scenes where she was just like guys would never want to date me rather than date yeah well I think she struggled with like her looks and like yeah guys being into her I do think it was always really heartwarming when her and Haley had scenes like that where Haley's like no like you're a catch like you're beautiful and like you're smart and you're awesome and like they would have cute scenes like that where like um Haley like I think they had a scene recent or not recently but in one of the episodes I watched recently where like Haley was showing Alex how to like flirt with the guys that were like at the roller rink that they were talking to or whatever and 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 at one point like they basically made 
like a comment where Haley's like, don't correct them. Like, guys don't like it when you correct them. And then they were so dumb that Haley was like, yeah, look, we can protect, like, we can um, talk to guys and, like, not correct them. But, like, I don't want to date a guy who, like, doesn't even know, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, she's just like, but, like, we don't have to pretend that we're stupid okay, or anything right. like that. Like, it's kind of like, no, like, you're still great. Like, you shouldn't change yourself, but, like, learn how to, like, play the game a little bit. Which I thought was, like, kind of like a cute sister scene where she's, like, imparting yeah. her wisdom. I feel like they lost a bit of that, like, sisterly stuff later on. So I think that was, like, a main part of it in like, the early seasons. Yeah, I think that I would have liked to see. And, like, I totally related to that because me and my sister thought, like, crazy when we were younger, especially mm-hmm. since we shared a room and Alex and Haley shared a room. It was, like, we yeah. fought all the time. I was a total bitch to her. Um, anyways, I was saying yeah. Alex and Haley fought a lot, and that was really relatable, but... I kind of think I would have liked if the show did a little bit more of them, like, being sweet to each other as sisters. Because I yeah. feel like for a lot of the time, it felt like they didn't like each other. Yeah, I think I think they just, yeah. I felt like they started on the track of doing something like that, and then just left it. And I don't know if there's any, like, real, like, resolution to it. I just thought it would have been interesting to revisit that as, like, they're both adults. That was more than just, can I date your ex? And she was like, sure. Which I would probably say no. <laughs> My sibling? No, don't, please. Or, like, they should told me not to. I don't know, that's so, to me, that's so weird. Like, dating. Especially, like, she brought him home to, like, I don't family. know. I don't know how I feel, because I guess at the time, Haley's got a husband and two kids. I I would like I wouldn't say no to my sister dating my um ex boyfriend if I was like married with kids, but I do think it's a little weird. I guess yeah. Is she married at that point? I think yeah, because she gets married to Dylan before they have the baby. Okay. Okay, I guess yeah. I would probably say yes to my sibling ask, but I would think my sibling's fucking weird for wanting to. Like I would judge them hard. And to my parents, I'd be like, <laughs> that's, that's super weird. weird. That's my so weird. I would especially think it's super weird because that was, like, not an insignificant relationship in Haley's life. Yeah, that's what I mean. It wasn't like she wanted on a date. If she had gone on a date, that's fine. And I also feel like, I feel that should have been a lesson to Alex as well. Like, if, like it could have been a lesson, like, oh, Alex didn't speak up. She was, like, too shy or too embarrassed and, like, didn't want to go. So she lost that. And I don't know if she should have got... I, I thought it was... Is, was there not, like, a significant age difference, too, between him and Alex? Well, he was her professor. He looked old. Okay, that's... So he's probably... It's a little weird. A decade, at least, older than her. I thought him and Haley were fine together, too. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate him and Haley together. I was kind of confused by it, because it was clear Alex was into him. Like, I know he's her professor, Yeah, I didn't think anything was going to happen. So I was kind of confused that they went down that road. Like, it felt like they almost wanted to create some sort of a weird love triangle between Haley, Alex, and this guy. And I was like, he's not worth a love triangle. No offense. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Fucking, I had to look up his name. It's Arvin. Or Arwin. Arvin. Arvin. Yeah, I was going to say something. About but I do, okay. One thing I would say is I do think Alex and Haley have a better relationship at the end that, like, they don't show a lot, but they are, like, clearly, like, friends, kind of, which I think is... Yeah. Kind of, they've become adults, so they can yeah. be friends now. Yeah, just we'll forget about friend trap. Um, what else? Who do else do we want to talk about? I feel like we talked about the people that I mostly wanted to talk about. Okay, one extra person I wanted to talk about yeah, go yeah. Um, is Jay who yeah. Yeah. is probably I think he has the most character growth on the show so he's my favorite character because he like he changes so much and he's like the one that like grows up the most like he starts off as like a mildly homophobic like repressed stereotype of a rich yeah. white guy with his young hot wife and then, like, as we move through the series, he, like, opens up a lot more. 
like mainly thanks to Gloria and like he becomes a more like caring and loving father and like you see it with his older kids with Claire and Mitch like Claire and him always had a good relationship but with like him and Mitch he finally like actually becomes accepting of it of like Mitch being gay and like all that stuff and then like you see it a lot with him and Manny and then yeah oh my god I love the relationship it's It's so so sweet and then I feel like you really see how much he's changed when he and Gloria have Joe because he's like yeah he went from being like they always talked about how he wasn't really around as a dad to being like a very present father and like he really wants to be a part of like Joe's formative years and not just like be gone all the time like working and stuff like that and then like yeah so I just think they show his emotional journey a lot really well throughout like his relationships with all the characters and Gloria definitely pushes a lot of that forward but I think and we talked about this earlier yeah like Phil does that a lot too like he really helps Jay open up I think as well like forces Jay to be he's more honest definitely yeah, Jay's a character that really needed to be, like, cracked. There's people with that that really need to be, like, cracked open. Like, they need, like, the <laughs> intense line of questioning characters to come in and, like, basically harass them until they decide to be vulnerable. But I feel like there are people like that, which is kind of a fun dynamic. No, I think it's an awesome dynamic. And I think I really liked when um there was, like, a turning point somewhere, like, around season five or six where, like, Jay is talking to Manny about the anniversary gift he got for Gloria and he like made her like a little like clay thing I don't know if you remember that and he just says to Manny she's not sensitive like you and I and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) Jay is sensitive like Jay you just see how he's become such a more emotionally vulnerable person but also just like how sweet and sensitive and like caring he is as a as a person yeah he really like blossoms into like his sensitivity and like one thing I also like about Jay is like they have like the one-off episodes is the way he um his relationships with his like friends change like you can really see him kind of like deconstructing like toxic masculinity when he like stands up to like his friends at like the golf club and like friends from like out of town and stuff I feel like like those episodes were always really significant because there's always some conflict with his friends where he realizes he doesn't really like these people anymore like they were kind of toxic to him or like they're mistreating like like they're joking about like his son being gay and stuff and he would finally like kind of stand up to them and wouldn't like hide things from anymore was big as well I also really liked his relationship with I think it was Shorty who like where it's like Jay became more emotionally open with him and you could tell that like shorty who also craved that like closeness that like he and jay hadn't previously had and so it sort of showed that like because jay wasn't willing to be open with his friends he didn't realize that his friends wanted that too yeah yeah which i thought was just awesome like i love like, seeing like, that yeah. dynamic that even late in life in their friendships they can still like grow and like realize things about each other oh yeah yeah, I know it's fun too. It's like the old dog new chicks thing. Yeah. It's so cute. Just every time Jay learns and grows, I'm so proud of him and I'm like so like happy. Like I just think he's, he's like a really he was such a good character, especially cuz they did show why he wasn't comfortable with like Mitch being gay and stuff like that and they did show like where a lot of his misunderstandings and confusion came from I think throughout like the whole series and then like they slowly dismantle it just through like his life and like him loving his family yeah he like totally changes his perspective yeah well and Gloria calls him out a lot on his shit yeah Gloria but yeah I just wanted to talk about Jay because I love him no yeah that was worth talking about yeah he is a great character um, anyone else, or do you want to move on to the finale discussion? And by that, I just mean you talk about the finale if you want. Yeah, well, I know we talked about already, like, a couple things we would be right. But, um, yeah, I always talk about how it stresses me out that Dylan and Haley have no money and two kids. I just look at it, I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Like, <laughs> 
I divided my finale takes into good things about it and bad things about oh, it. Okay, go ahead. And so I would say my good things about it, like what I enjoyed about it, is like it was really an ending. Like everyone's moving on, even yeah. though Billy and Dylan have no money. Like they're moving out and starting adulthood. Alex is leaving on like an actual scientific adventure, which I feel like Alex did in one season and then was kind of entitled about it and was like Antarctica fucking sucks and like all this shit and it's like yeah but you signed on for that like you knew it wasn't gonna be great yeah. um so but she's leaving again which I think is exciting and she's taking like a risk in like romance and stuff I'm like I think like Luke goes to college or whatever at the end like he gets into college <laughs> I'm like how does Haley Bailey get into college but then Luke gets into college and he goes to community college first and then oh, okay, okay. gets into a real college and then, okay, I also love what happens with Jay, where he's learning Spanish so he can go to Colombia with Gloria and Oh, Joe. my God, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, and then Mitch and Pam and Lily are, are moving, like, to Missouri or whatever. Uh-huh. And, like, Claire and Phil sort of, like, show they're kind of going to embrace being empty nesters. Like, they're going on a road trip, but it's not, like, a long road trip or anything, and they are going to, like, venture into a new chapter of their lives. I really enjoyed that. I didn't like how unrealistic it was that they all just happened to be moving on <laughs> they at all the exact have, same time. Like, changing events happening. I felt yeah. like a lot of these things could have slowly been done throughout the season. Like, maybe... Like, one episode says goodbye to, like, one family, and the next episode says goodbye to, like, the other family kind of thing. Like, kind of, like, maybe Haley and Dylan move out at the beginning of season seven. Uh, and, like, or, like, midway through season, like, you kind of see, like, them start to, like, move on with their chapter and then you don't really see them as much maybe like Alex sort of gets this job opportunity earlier but she's not leaving until later and like you kind of see her it's like setup. like there's more setup to it it yeah. feels like it was just like bang 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 this is what's happening um like they didn't all have to leave at once but like I felt like a lot of the things that were going on or that were revealed were all kind of at once and I would have liked some yeah. more, like, it being shown and, like, seeds being planted and stuff like that. Um, I also, straight up, kind of feel badly for Joe. Because he won't have that same, like, crazy uh, family. It's so true. That everyone, yeah. else will ha- that everyone else had. And, like, I come from, like, a big family that was always, like, crazy and stuff like that. And I just think it's so sad to think that, like, he won't get, like, the same sort of amazing yeah. experiences. That like his relatives all got like his his siblings are all so much older than him, and it's weird. That must be such a weird dynamic to be that like youngest late in life child. Like he's basically an only child about like the way he's gonna be raised. Yeah, like I think he's like Manny's an adult. He's not very old when when Manny like moves out. Like him and Manny have a relationship; they are brothers, but it's not the same. And I just think it's so sad because that, like, chaotic family environment, I think, shaped a lot of them and made them all yeah. into who That's they so are. That's interesting. And then, One yeah, thing. I also don't believe that Luke would get into college, but fine, he got into college. <laughs> I don't believe Luke I don't understand if he's, college. like, is he, like, has, like, a learning disability? Like, is he, like, mentally challenged in the show, or is he just, like, like... I'm pretty sure, even though they don't, like, ever say it, Luke has ADHD. Or, like, ADD. Or, oh, or like, okay. like, you know, like, he can't, like, stop moving. And, like... Yeah. Like, they never, like, do it. Sorry. I don't That's know if it's, like, like HD or ADD. But, like, it's, like, he he's always, like... I don't... It's, like, not, like, a learning disability. I just think Luke has, like, trouble, like... They address it at one point, but then Claire says, never mind, I don't want to give my kid meds. Or something like... Or, like, uh, Bill says that. I don't know. But, basically, it's just, oh, like... Oh, they, like, give it to him and he's, like, really boring. And looks, like, really depressed, kind of, or something. Is that a It's just or like it, he just loses his little like Luke sparks. Yeah, kid they basically that. say at the end like, "Oh no, Luke's special just the way he is." But I was kind of like in my head watching it. No, if your child needs needs medication to like be able to do everyday tasks, you should give him <laughs> the medication he needs yeah, to probably. do everyday tasks, or at least like do something else to help with like the odd therapy session. Like some tools. Because I, I do think you, Luke like, has change of habits. habits. Like I don't think it was yeah. a misdiagnosis that Luke had ADD. I do think he lacks an ability to sit still or focus or do any of that. That's not like a bad thing, but like he can get help for that so that he can like 
function in the way that the school system is designed for him to function. I kind of thought maybe, at least like early on watching, it would have been interesting, or like me, I thought it was going to happen, that like the mockumentary thing was Luke filming. Because I thought he was like into making movies, because they kind of introduced that. So I was like, oh, is this going to be like him? He's like filmed his family. That would be really fun. That would have been been cool. I, I was kind of expecting a way for them to like tie up that this like, mockumentary show. They just didn't. I kind of forgot it was a mockumentary show to be honest. So I was. And they did like one episode. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like you just forget it. Where like it was further Grandpa's birthday. I, that could have been a fun recurring bit. Where like if every season had an episode where it was like, oh, this was all a video for like Grandpa's birthday. Like they do this every. Year. I don't know. Something like that. Something to tie it together. To I was thinking of ways to include Luke. I just think. Yeah, Luke's character, they also kind of, like, didn't do anything with. Yeah. It felt like they didn't know what to do with, like, a lot of the kids. But I just, I don't believe that Luke, as the character they showed, would want to go to college. Like, I feel like that just, like, for him, wouldn't be the path he wants to go down. I believed Haley wanted to go to college. I didn't really believe Luke felt the same. I felt like Luke was a character who very much... Like, he had entrepreneur vibes. Like, he wanted to sort of figure it out and, like, live his life that way. And I don't think college was necessary. Like YouTuber. Yeah. I, I just felt like college wasn't necessarily yeah. the move for him. It doesn't mean that, like, college isn't valuable. I think it's important. But I don't think it was, like, what I saw. Yeah. yeah. But I feel like they just I didn't know what to thought, do. I, I thought him and Manny would end up together in the finale. Not, like, dating. But, like... <laughs> And at, like, either school together or, like, doing a gap year together. Because I feel like their friendship was really fun to watch develop. Like, they they were, like, very close uncle and nephew. But, like, yeah, yeah. So I thought, I don't know, maybe it would have been interesting if he had gone to Columbia with them. or I don't know, if he was doing something with Manny. Or, like, if they were starting a business together. could have been No, I think it would have been a really fun, like, end of the season if him and Manny decided they wanted to travel together for a bit. Mm-hmm. And pick up girls I could totally see them doing that <laughs> like, and, like, banging that across and like I don't need to know what Luke's up to now because I feel like Luke is someone who he's either gonna like yeah. be really successful in whatever he picks or he's just gonna live in his parents basement forever and I don't see Luke living any sort of middle ground life yeah I just I don't think it was ever relevant I don't, to me, it was never relevant what he ended up doing the same way it was for maybe, like, Haley or Alex, who, are like, I really wanted to see succeed in, like, their careers. But for Luke, it, like, never really mattered. Like, you could have kind of put him anywhere. That, yeah, I didn't think I... And I, it wouldn't have changed as long as he was just happy. <laughs> I don't think I needed to see Luke grow the same way I need to see Haley and Alex grow. Yeah. And I think, in part, that's probably because they did a bad job at developing his character much. He didn't have a lot to deal with. He, he didn't have, like, hot and dumb. really any. He had, like, yeah, a learning disability, I guess. Maybe. We're not even sure. Um, I think they could have developed his character a little more, but they chose to go a different direction with the show where they focused more on the parents. Yeah. Which is fine, I guess. Which which is totally um, fine, but I think that's why we care less about what Luke did. I just, I think college was kind of out of left field. It was a really boring and didn't really make sense. It didn't, it didn't feel very fulfilling. It kind of felt like if you wanted Luke to like want to go to college, you could have talked about that also earlier in the season or in the season before where you're like, Luke, what do you want to do with, like they have conversations yeah. with like, I want to go to college, like, Luke sort of admits maybe to Manny or something that, like, that's something he wants to do. So that, like, we see, he's like, I want to be an not even going to college, college, right? Like, Manny's, Manny's taking a gap year. college. Oh, is he? Yeah. he's going to Columbia. Well, I think he's, like, he was, Manny's not going to Columbia in the finale. Joe and Oh. Was that a different season? He did go, I think he was going on, like, an adventure or something with his yeah oh yeah that's really different season but i do um, think like manny was in college in the last season or two seasons i can't remember how long he was in college for um okay. and luke was in community college and i just think 
maybe if Luke had talked to Manny and been like, college is something I want to do because I want to be an entrepreneur and I think I need that, then, like, I would have been like, okay, yeah. Because, like, the way Luke seemed to have approached his life so far, I just did not expect him to want to go to college. You know, it would have been funny if Luke actually became, like, a successful magician. <laughs> Yo, that would have like, been awesome. And then Phil would have been like, oh, my God, mate. Like, Phil would have been so flippin' proud. I don't know. I feel like they could have just some, done something wacky like that with him, and it would have worked. Like, because I feel like he's the type of guy that would just luck out. He would just, like, be happy. I think yeah, out. no, I think they should have just made Luke get really lucky in, like, whatever random career path and then like he did it made a lot of money and i was like man it's kind of boring i think i'm gonna try something new <laughs> like almost like a ta- like a se- he comes back one season and he's just like really famous and on like some reality show or something he's like yeah but i'm tired of that life i'm gonna try i'm gonna do something yeah else. like he could have totally i if he's gonna be a talk show host i'd have been like yeah that tracks <laughs> like i don't know they could have done like literally anything with him I think could have done so much. I feel like the show also potentially needed, like, needed more, like, people who were writing for specific characters and keeping track of, like, what was going on with, like, specific characters. Like, almost if they had, and I don't really understand how making a TV show works, so I don't want to, like... No, but that sounds really smart. They did it wrong, but, like, if you basically (laughs) had one, one writer who was, like, focused on keeping the storyline of such and such character alive then like they could like develop them and like put them into the show in like different dynamics and then you would work with other people to like make sure these characters yeah especially when you have a show with this many characters especially when they all grow yeah because it's hard to keep track of them all Yeah. yeah so like i get why characters fell by the wayside and i think a way to organize it would be to basically have someone in charge of each character. character. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, like, if this character fails, it's because you aren't pushing for storylines with this character. And, yeah, it does feel like some of them were just maybe, like, forgotten about a little bit. We haven't talked about Cam and Mitch at all. But oh, do you want to talk about Cam and Mitch? I'll bring them up on my hot takes, but I was going to say that I thought, like, the pacing was weird. With Cam and Mitch's second son or second son their second child adoption because was it not like before the finale was it not like three seasons was it about like crazy before that they were like oh we're gonna adopt a little boy and they make that decision then it's like we're a cliffhanger but then they just go eventually like they decide not to and the finale they get the phone call and they do and i thought that was really weird pacing i thought it was strange basically what happens is because i just watched the season like a couple weeks oh, okay. ago Perfect. um they decide yeah at the end of a season that they're gonna adopt another kid and they want to adopt the boy um and then like they go through the season of like dealing with adoption issues and like they sort of i think over the season yeah. realize a little bit that they're not the best parents all the time and then at the end of the season they like go to get the kid like the kid, the kid being born and Gloria finds out she's pregnant as well at that time. And I think basically what happens is they don't get the kid. Like, they, the people decide to keep the kid or whatever. And then Gloria's pregnant and they kind of forget about adopting because it's too exhausting and emotional. Uh, let's just start um, the last. No, yeah, okay. so basically okay. I think then at the end of the season when Gloria's pregnant and they don't get the kid, they're like, oh, I just, I'm exhausted. I don't want to keep trying anymore. And then I think okay. they kind of forget about it all. I guess that makes sense. I just thought it was kind of random. I, I just thought it was weird that they did end up, because I kind of took that out. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I thought it was weird that they got a second kid because I felt like the resolution to them having a second kid was real and honest and like felt good yeah but I guess they talk about it like when they decide to uh, adopt the like kid or whatever they say like oh should we do this like we've made our peace we're not having another kid we're really happy with our lives that kind of thing what they could have done is like I feel like when they were taking in all like the billets 
not sorry it wasn't even billets it was just like some random kid from the high school that they took in but like family seeking freshman i thought it could have just been maybe like they took in like a foster kid and like adopted maybe like an older kid i think that would have been maybe better than like them getting a baby again i felt like that too a little bit like it felt like a lot of the time they had kids in their life like they yeah they took in like yeah. the football player kid for a little bit and they took in Cam's sister's kid for a while oh right okay yeah, yeah and I just felt like they could have made one of those more permanent or they could have yeah been like I want to adopt and they found out they couldn't get a baby and be like what if we adopted an older kid like does it have to be yeah or like that after they like took in like one of those kids another time it's like oh I would be maybe we should foster like I really enjoyed that or something but no yeah, or, like, the kid's, like, gonna get drafted, but, like, can't go because they don't have, like, know, a family, like, they live in the foster system or something, and then they could have been, like, okay, well, we're gonna adopt you and move to Missouri so you can, I don't know, like, I, I, it would have been fun if it, like, worked out that way, more so than them getting a baby, because I do think they're kind of bad at having a young child. I also just, kind of, like, yeah, I don't think that they were the best parents, I don't think they were, like, terrible but I don't necessarily think they were great um but I just think also it would really lean into like the like modern family thing where it's like oh yeah not all families start with like a baby sometimes you adopt a kid at like three or four or seven or like 15 like that can happen too and they can still be just as much a part of your family than like having a like adopting a baby i agree um do you think they'll ever do like a reunion do they'll ever reboot it they probably will they probably will they could do like sarah highland they could do like the kids um they're not doing anything i could see them like doing some they definitely would do a reunion because i'm pretty sure everyone in modern family went to sarah highland's wedding recently Oh, yeah, that was so cute. Oh, that was so cute. Then I kind of felt bad for her real family. I was like, oh, I wonder if those photos went by. Probably not. Uh, No, Jesse Tyler Ferguson uh, officiated her wedding, the guy who plays Mitch. Oh, shit. That's really cool. It seemed like a pretty healthy cast. Sorry. I said Haley and Mitch's relationship was always fun. It was just sort of like randomly they were like kind of close. They were like, like girlfriends. They were like, oh my god, <laughs> boys. <hey." laughs> like they kind of got each other. Well, I think it's as well. I feel like the, that was also probably like the tension with Haley and her mom. She'd be like, oh my mom today, and then she'd be like, yeah, my sisters is great. Like <laughs> they could bond over dealing. I think also player. like Mitch always like surprised me at how good he was at like I feel like doing girl talk and stuff like that. Yeah, he was so good at. Like dealing with Haley and Alex and talking through their issues with them, actually. Like, I think they got the most from conversations with him. I don't think that they could get anything from Claire because I think Claire is too judgmental. Yeah. It probably comes from like being protective of them, but like, yeah. It's also like your mom. I think like a lot of times they would talk to her about things and she's absolutely no, you're not doing that. Um, which is fair, because you're their mom. But, like, especially when it's, like, boyfriends that, like, she already didn't like, or, like, situations that she was already against. And things I like was that. so mad at Claire, because she was always so mean to Dylan. And it just felt like, why are you doing yeah. this? Like, Dylan hasn't really done anything to you, except for that, yeah, yeah, he's dating your daughter, and he's 17, and whatever. But, like, I just felt like she never gave Dylan a real chance, and she was so mean to him all the time. And it was she's like really judgy. It was also I mean, she, I don't know. Like, I'd, I'd probably sit my daughter down, and we'd have like discussions over like what are the qualities that you think are, and like what do you. I don't know, but I, you can't just be petty to the point where they come over. Like that's not <laughs> healthy. Well, I feel like at one point I remembered. Haley like was dating someone else and he basically I think cheated on her and Claire was like still better than Dylan and I'm like is he because Dylan loves Haley like he would never do oh anything to her so, so like 
I don't know why you're supportive of this guy, but not of Dylan. I think to be fair, Dylan, when Dylan and Haley dated when they were like teenagers, I think that like Dylan was the reason why Haley like broke a lot of the rules, like snuck out a lot and like went places she shouldn't and was doing things she shouldn't. And I think that like Dylan was like her, what do you call it, partner in that or like accomplice in that. So I could kind of say from that angle, like, oh, well, your boyfriend doesn't like your respect. But at the same time, that's kind of between you and Haley in the song. I think my thing with it was, A, if she just doesn't like Dylan, Haley's 15, and the odds that she actually ends up with Dylan are low, even though, like, the show ended up doing that. So, like, they'll probably break up. You can just be a supportive mom and, like, also support your daughter. Because, like, when her and Dylan broke up, Claire celebrated and Phil was like, I get it. It's really sad and stuff like that. I was so supportive of Haley and like everything. Until I feel like Haley's relationship was so sweet. Like it was uh, shocking. That episode Haley. where she gets, she's going to like, what she's going to get kicked out of school and he, they drive. Oh my God. He was so hot. He just said, I'm get this for a damn waffle. And like, he like calls her out. I'm like, not being grateful for her. Ah, uh, that was so good. That was such a good character. Have you read that episode? Um, the, sorry, the other thing I was going to say about Dylan really yeah, quickly, yeah. though, it was a really good character thing. I really loved it. But I was going to say, like, uh, like after, like, a season or two, though, Dylan stopped being, like, the bad influence, and Haley was really the bad influence, because Dylan was mm. fine to just, like, chill with Haley whenever, wherever, and, like, Dylan wanted to do sort of the more kiddie stuff that Haley was always, like, let's sneak out for uh, okay, a party okay. or whatever, and Dylan's like, well, but we're at, like, Wonderland or whatever, or not Wonderland, oh, sure. like Disneyland. Oh damn! Oh, there goes my background. You think duct tape? Okay. Oh, she's back. I was just doing some ASMR for the fans. Well, you know that. Um, no, I feel like, yeah, by, like, a year or so into their relationship, you could, you stopped, I feel like, being able to blame Dylan for Haley's bad behavior. Because yeah, that's right. Haley definitely was more of a bad The more you get to know them, the more, like, golden retriever he is. Which I think was hot, but. He's not just a deadbeat. He's a cute little guy. I love Dylan. I would date Dylan. <laughs> okay. I don't think I would marry Dylan, though. No, he's. He's really dumb. <sighs> Did you want to get into hot takes? Yeah. Um, my. Do you want to start, or do you want me to start? I don't. I don't have a ton of hot takes, to be honest. I, I said a couple of things I had issues with already. I have some uh, discussion questions. <sighs> okay, I can go ahead. Start a little bit. I don't know how hot these takes are. But I would say that rewatching the show from season one, Phil is really annoying in the first season. Like, I get why Claire is, like, resentful and, like, kind of a bitch to him because he starts off as being basically just an extra stressor in her life. Like, okay. he's, I feel like, never listens. He never does what he's supposed to. And he's basically an extra child. And I... I find that infuriating in the first season. He, like, grows up a little bit, I think, throughout the show. And, like, he becomes more of, like, he's an adult but also a child, which is, like, fun. But in the first couple seasons, I totally get why Claire is the way she is with him. Because I okay. was infuriated by him. <laughs> I was, like, That's actually really validating. Because I remember, like, when I first watched it, I kind of thought Phil was annoying. And it must have been because I just saw, like, the first couple seasons. And then going back, I was like, how could I ever hate this man? He's so adorable. But that makes sense then if he was a little bit different. He was just, like, I think, like, the character shifts a little bit where, like, they're like, okay, but he's also a dad and he has to be an adult, too. Like, he can't just be a big kid. Okay, yeah, yeah. Then I start to be like, okay, Claire... Stop treating him like he's a child. He's an adult. Like, he should be able to do these things. That's so interesting. That was that show. That's so interesting. But yeah, that so was one of my favorite. Is that um, early 
Phil. That's a hot take, I think. I think Phil loves Phil. Yeah, I mean, Phil is a little bit. That makes sense. I have another hot take that Claire and Mitch are really, really toxic people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've mentioned this before. And it's a Pritchett thing. I I mean, I, I think. I agree, but, like, not with, like, I don't think they have any, like, malintent. I think they work on themselves and grow from it. But, no, I agree that they're the source of a lot of, like, the It's not, yeah, it's not that I think they have malintent. Like, I don't think they're trying to be bad people. I just think that, like, they have a tendency to act really toxically. Yeah. And I think that is, okay. Um, I think that is, like, really frustrating to watch because when they, like, win fights, like, I never want them to win because they're so smug and they always think they're right. And I'm like, you need to, like, I, they're characters who, like, I genuinely want to see put in their place a lot because I think they can be just so toxic and so bad. Yeah. Like, I don't I don't think they're bad people. Like I don't think they're trying to like be bad. I think they they everything they do is from a place of like like love. Like I do think they really care about their family and everything. It's just that oh, I just think they're such toxic people. I couldn't They're so petty and like vindictive and like immature. I think in the way they deal with like their emotions. Like, they're so proud that they can't ever, like, think, oh, maybe I'm the problem. It's always just quipping at people. And I do think it's probably a testament to how they were raised. Yeah, yeah. Like, I think it makes sense that... It makes sense for their characters. It's just, I think they're so... Like, they're probably one of my least favorite characters uh, in the show. It's definitely refreshing when the show, I think, eventually realizes that and, like, gives them a character arc and, like, they do work on their shit and they kind of change a bit. Because, um, yeah, it was getting a bit old at the start. And I, and I don't like hating on those kinds of characters, too. Like, I feel like, especially for Claire, I feel like the, like, stay-at-home mom archetype is, like, very easily hated for, like, those exact reasons like oh like my naggy wife and it's like I like that they did something with that it's not that she's nagging that's not a problem I have with her (laughs) um actually I don't care about that it's that I think she's downright mean to her family a lot of the time and I get that like she's not trying to be any like sure it starts off from the nagging but I just think like she she can kind of, like, I think, like, Alex is, she can kind of be, like, yeah, cool without meaning to be cool to her family, and that's infuriating. Like, I had times when I watched the show a couple years ago, I think, not so much this time around, but a couple years ago, I remember, I think, like, why is Phil with Claire at this point? Like, she's just gotten so bad that, like, I don't get it. And, like, you know, initially you see me, you get their relationship, and I think later I get it more, like, that they do love each other. But there are some points in the middle there where I'm, like, Phil's become, like, the one I love, and Claire is, like, (laughs) so frustrating. But, like, I do get, like, I think she is forced into that role of the bad guy a lot. I just also think she is, she takes it to a whole other level. Yeah, um, I remember that, like, one scene that's, like, I think pretty well-known where, like, she's supposed to meet Phil for, like, anniversary dinner, and she's, like, she it ends up to be that she's, like, tricking him and is going to surprise him with a magic trick, but, like, to uh, up to that point, the dramatic irony is that, oh, she's just, um, not, she doesn't care, she's at work, she doesn't value um their time together and doesn't put any effort into a relationship and then when he like, called her out at the end the thing is is like I believed that she was doing that like I didn't think oh she must have something up her sleeve like I believe that oh no she's ignoring her relationship and this is going to be that yeah that's the thing is like I think she does <laughs> I think it's probably a bad side <laughs> I think she takes 
still for granted a lot mm-hmm. and like I do think like again I thought at the start I understood a lot of Claire's frustrations with Phil but I think as he grows she has to recognize that and like also stop seeing like yeah, their yeah. relationship like I think she has to stop seeing him for like the person he was before and like notice like that he is a really good husband and like understand his positive qualities like especially I think her and Mitch have problems where they need to realize that there's different ways of being like strong and being like a good parent and a good partner and I think they both go about it similarly and they have this superiority complex about it and almost feels like they kind of just the both of them think that their partners are dumber than them and less capable than them and aren't bringing as much to the table as them. And that kind of comes across in the way they treat them and the way they talk about them. Especially with Cam and Mitch. Okay, my other hot take, Cam and Mitch are a really toxic relationship. Yeah, they they do. And I think they love it for them. Um, Objectively, it looks horrifying and stressful. Yeah. I think, well, in, like, the way, uh, in what you were talking about before, it's, like, with Cam and Mitch, they show it with, like, Mitch treats Cam a little bit like the woman in the relationship. Yeah. Um, and, like, they show that a lot on, like, the Mother's Day episode when, like, everyone thinks, oh, like, Cam, Mother's Day is yeah. boy day. Um, or, like, which, when like, Mitch has to work and Cam has to stay at home. Um... No, like, yeah, when, like, yeah, Cam stays home and Mitch works. And I think, to be fair, Cam wanted to stay home. Like, I don't think he wanted, like, he wanted to be yeah, his daughter yeah. or whatever. But it is very much, like, yeah, Mitch puts Cam in that position a lot. But Cam does a lot of, okay, and this is why I think I don't dislike Mitch to the extent that I never dislike Claire a lot of the time. Because Cam does a lot of very toxic things to Mitch that I think are really fucked up. Like, when... Cam is a bit of a child. Yeah, like, Cam needs to be the one who's always loved. He needs to be the center of attention. But, like, when when I found... When in the episode where, like, they talk about, like, uh, him and... Where his friends think him and Mitch split up. And, like, Mitch finds out that Cam, a while back, told their friends that they broke up because Mitch cheated on him. So that they would be on his side after the breakup. I was like, that's an incredibly toxic and, like, awful thing to do wait to did he partner. actually do that yeah that's so that like so then when their friends Bro, thought that the drama is so like all of their problems like all the plot that they they enter into that relationship to create like conflict is like oftentimes really serious it's like no well, this isn't just like a funny gag like this is it's like they didn't yeah no it's like <laughs> i think the way they make can behave a lot of the time is like to the extent where it's like no this is like deeply fucked up shit that you're doing and like yeah nobody is like calling you out on it or like making you recognize it and I think like I don't know I think every character in this show needs therapy but I think Cam especially needs therapy and they mask like they mask his issues a lot of the time by being like no he's just like eccentric and he's just like you know really like social and emotional and it's like no, it's like when you're like you're charming enough that your issues come across okay, kind of thing. It's like, oh well, you're like funny, so it's probably not actually an issue. I think he's mostly just like to me. It just always seemed like he was like very like desperately like attention starved, and he basically would do anything for like attention. He was like incredibly needy and intrusive at times. He definitely is, but I I just also think that like. Yeah, yeah. Like I think it's a tendency star, but he also like he needs to be like loved. Like he needs to be like beloved by all. Like he's yeah. I mean, like pass everything off he does is like okay because he's just like really emotional. But it's like no, you can be emotional and not be <laughs> like a dick to everyone. Yeah. yeah, and I do think uh, like Mitch plays the game, but like I root for Mitch more than I root for Cam in that relationship because I think. Cam gets what he wants all the time. I agree. I think I think Mitch can take off after his dad in a lot of ways. I think he's a lot less comfortable 
in his relationship than Cam is, but I think Cam is a lot more manipulative and like hypocritical. So depends which one you think is worse. Um, but yeah, yeah, I was just gonna But no, I do think Mitch has issues too. It's just that I think that yeah, because yeah, yeah. Cam is so manipulative, you Mitch's issues yeah. tend to be less of a thing. And I think Cam is such a big personality that like he often sh- like I feel like shoves Mitch aside. Like it feels yeah. like, and like there's like an episode where Mitch feels like he's invisible to the family and stuff like that. And I think that would be fine if I thought that Cam gave Mitch, you know, the attention that, like, he needed and he deserved. But it feels like Cam doesn't necessarily do that or, like, love him, like, in the way that, like, Cam demands to be loved back. Like, he demands all this attention and affection from Mitch, but he doesn't always give it. Like, he sometimes does, but he doesn't as much. They're definitely one of those couples fictional anyway like that i think like how the fuck did you guys meet and decide to date each other like what was it about to you that the other was like bringing to the table that you wanted mm-hmm. i don't i just they didn't they don't seem to like have much in common the times actually i was gonna say this this is what i was gonna say is that the times that i like mitch and cam the best and how i think they should have like attacked really approached the second half of the series is I liked them when they were dealing with drama from their friends and they had to kind of like team up together and discuss how they were going to get themselves out of a certain situation or like instead of just throwing the other one in the bus. I think it would have been good if they had that arc where they, because I think they do kind of eventually have an arc where like they discuss the challenges in their relationship and try to like, like, because I, I think Cam, like, confronts Mitch on, like, treating him like the woman in the relationship and stuff. But it just, they, I feel like the way they build the episodes, it feels like the conflict never really is resolved from that. Like, it still becomes the source of a lot of drama. Whereas I liked episodes when they were working together, dealing with drama from other people. And I would have liked to see more of that. Yeah, I think a big part of the problem with Cam and Mitch's relationship is that I don't think they had as many, like, overarching, like, storylines or, like, overarching growth in their relationship the same way that, like, Jay and Gloria got or even Phil and Claire got. Um, And I don't know, like, why that is specifically, but, like, I definitely think if their relationship had been paid attention to in a similar way where, like, they had season-long arcs, it would help to, like, address the, like, issues in their relationship. Because they had serious issues in their relationships. And I think each couple did. But the other couples, like, they all got addressed in an actual way. Whereas Cam and Mitch's were always sort of... Yeah, and Cam and Mitch's were always sort of like, oh, it'll just be drama for another episode, so we'll just leave it. And I I wonder if it's, like, has to do with, like, maybe it being, like, a straight writer's room. I don't know what the writer's room diversity is like. But um, maybe they at the start at least relied a lot on the gimmick when like casting and like building the characters of that relationship like the gimmick of like oh it's the gay couple and then didn't think about it beyond that and then maybe that came to fight them later on where it felt like well what are they what are they doing maybe they could have gotten divorced i don't know you could have shaken things up somehow oh yeah like, I was gonna say, bit. just throw, throw something in there yeah, because I do feel like what you said earlier, like, they're one of those couples that you, like, I'm, I've met yeah. couples like that in real life, too, where it's like, how did you get together, and also, like, why are you together? What do you love about each other? <laughs> like, <laughs> it seems like they're not happy together, but then they always say that they are, so maybe they are. Like, you don't know other people's relationships, but yeah. it's just, like, from they an outsider, show them, like, getting along i think it was like that one episode yeah the only thing i think it was like they like gossiping with each other and, and that's fine i think they just they should have maybe built on that more i don't know i don't know if they were weird i yeah i felt like their relationship needed a lot more developing but i think that could be yeah because like they relied on like the gimmick of like them being the token gay couple 
Yeah. Also, how are none of the like kids or grandkids gay or bi or anything? I was thinking that too. It's like, oh, someone, one of them should have came out. But especially because like it's supposed to be a progressive show with like different uh, pieces of diversity in it, it would have been interesting, or at least like one of them to have had like a fling or like have dated someone of the same sex. Like, I just feel like Haley definitely could have been bi. Yeah, they sh- when they were doing Boyfriend of the Week episodes, throwing a girlfriend could have been I don't know, it would have been great. Yeah, she's definitely the character that I think it would have been. Or Luke, I could see Luke being bi too. Just yeah, the funny characters, really basically. Luke. <laughs> I think um, Manny is funny to me because they definitely joked a lot in the first season. Well, joked. They definitely like queer-coded him a lot in the first season, I think. Especially with his dynamic with Jay, and then he's just like the straightest kid ever. That like, I thought Manny so was gonna girls. be gay. That was so great. Yeah, I think it's just I think it's just funny that no, he's just a sensitive straight boy and like like a ladies man, like obsessed. The more I think somebody. about it, the more I think that Luke has dumb bi boy energy, and yeah. he should have been bi. That would have been interesting. I just oh, like so the kind of the plot where like and he's just like he's kind of like a golden retriever too, so he wouldn't even have really overthought it. She's like, hey, I think I like I'm kind of into guys. And then the next time him and Manny were out cruising for chicks, they could have done episodes where, like we're cruising for boys now. And then like I feel like, like it would have been boys. Oh, it would have been so good. I feel like it would have even just been that like Luke like said he had a boyfriend or something, and his family was like making a big deal about it, and Luke was like oh yeah like didn't I tell you like that kind of like mentality of like oh it didn't fucking matter yeah especially for that generation too like I just think yeah I could see Luke like being like assuming he said something and then just like slipping up or some shit like that I don't know anyways yeah or like an episode maybe where they think he's like hiding a girlfriend from them but it's really like a boyfriend I don't know I think that's what sometimes was in the sitcoms is like they need to push things more extreme so like you can do anything with these because it resets every episode just have fun plots like that it's not gonna change anything really I think sitcom audiences are also really forgiving like yeah like yeah. if we go like looking at like new girl like winston was a really different character at the start like what they wanted him to be than what he turned out to be and nobody cares like everyone's yeah. like oh yeah it's totally fine that like he started as a serious character and now he's just a goof like i think they could have easily in modern family been like actually this is a trait about this character and people kind of would have been like oh whatever yeah no i agree oh they should have more no, I it was a good show for all. That's my hot take. Yeah. My other hot take, which maybe isn't a hot take, is that Gloria and Jay are the healthiest couple on the show. Oh, that was going to be my discussion question, was who do you think is the best couple? <laughs> oh, no way. I think Gloria and Jay have the healthiest relationship. I think okay, because... I think... Sorry, you go. Oh, I, was gonna say, I just think because Gloria is really, like, brutally honest and yeah she's hot-headed but like she's like someone who like really forces jay to open up and jay is someone who i think in this case he's benefited from the experience of having like a failed marriage and like like mm-hmm. his like life experience a lot so like he understands like what's maybe important in a relationship and like he's also able to like take gloria on anyways I think Jay can actually, like, has the, like, stubbornness to take on Gloria's stubbornness. So, like, they can actually, like, be honest and fight with each other. Mm -hmm. But then also, like, push each other to be better. And, yeah, I think the fact that he's had, like, failed relationships, uh, especially his failed marriage, has, like, shown him what he needs to do and how he needs to be better in a relationship, too. Okay. I agree. Except that I don't care. No, I agree. No, you say you're. I don't think they're my favorite couple. I think they're my second favorite couple. Um, and I just the reason being is I think that at least in my I think Gloria has to work too hard for Jay's approval all the time. Like I think she spends a lot of time 
needing to prove herself and like argue because he is very stubborn and I, I think she does like that but I think it it goes to an extreme where I find a bit frustrating is I feel like she always is fighting with him and she always needs to be like explaining how she wants to be treated where it's also a certain point where it feels like I don't know necessarily what they got married on then it feels maybe a little bit like they did get married due to stereotype reasons of she needed a green card or something like that um but I I I think it matches the patterns of that a little bit too closely at times but I just don't think that Gloria like I never got the feeling that she felt like she had to prove herself to him I feel like she had to prove herself to her his family a lot but I never felt like she ever needed his approval like I think that's why I like them is because they're such strong personalities but you're right they are always fighting and I think and that's they, how I they communicate have the same relationships like that. I think it's like their love language is that they're always fighting. It's I, I wouldn't want to be in it. I'm just saying it's my favorite relationship. <laughs> no, I It's your favorite relationship show? No, of the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, "Oh." Uh, we all know I'm a friend uh, to lovers girl. I think I I do have to say Claire and the I knew that was coming. I think they're just like the most perfectly matched couple. I think they just balance each other so well, and like they really feel like characters that are in love without a question. Whereas the others, I think it's a little, it's a little bit of a less well fitting puzzle to me, at least. But I I don't have any expansion on that. It might just be purely vibes based. Hey, that's fine. I just think. I I get too frustrated with Claire for her to be like my favorite couple, but like I get it. I think yeah, I they think are. Phil's hot. hot. Yeah, well, Phil is hot, but so maybe I'm just projecting. But but Lori is also hot. I also think yeah. I don't know. We can have different opinions. On that. <laughs> No, it's okay. No, I, I agree that they also have a really, like, cute and healthy relationship. As long as we both agree that it's not matching them. I think they, yeah. I think they both have, like, grow into having healthy relationships. Okay, I agree with you. Like, I think both of their relationships start with, like, having issues yeah. that they do need to work through. And I think they get worked through in a really, like, subtle and, like, good way. The way that, like, if Mitch and Cam had done that, it would be better. Like, I think I like Haley and Dylan more than I like Mitch and Cam. I like those two. Like, I don't want Mitch and Cam to break up, but... I just think it would have been good if they were like, a weird anomaly. <laughs> the chemistry is weird. I don't know. Do you have any other discussion questions? Well, yeah. I was going to say, I think the best dynamic on the show... There's so many good ones, but I think Haley and Phil is a really cute one. Maybe... Jay and Manny as well. The parents. I really like Jay and Phil. Okay, um, I like Gloria and Claire. Yeah. I like Luke and Manny a lot. They're really sweet. Luke and Phil are also really oh, good. They're also good. good. That's a thing. All the dynamics are so good. I like Mitch and Haley. I think it's really funny. Remember when Manny had a crush on Haley for like all of the first two seasons? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. I think all the dynamics, they do a really good job with character dynamics. Like with making the characters have good, like. Yeah. The chemistry is pretty on point. Well, it seems uh, like the cast is really tight knit. So, it was. Yeah, it shows. I read an article that was basically saying, um, Modern Family, like, where's the spin off? Like, it felt like they were g- giving you a bunch of opportunities to, like, make a spin off uh, with the many different things they do, and they just didn't. Yeah, I don't feel like it's. They'll do it eventually. Yeah, I don't feel like I need it. I feel like. As with all spinoffs these days, it will be bad. But I'm sure they will, especially because none of them have, like, really, like... I think it would be fun to see just, like, a mini-series of Claire and Phil on their RV trip. 
I feel like it would be fun to see them interacting with like other people. Okay, well, stay tuned for a review. That's whenever it comes into reality. Well, this was a lovely discussion. It really revitalized how much I love and care about the show. How well written it is. How good the characters are. It was, it was really fun to talk about a show that I like really like and respect also after last yeah. week. <laughs> yeah. After Riverdale and after realizing how angry Bridgerton made me, it was really nice to do a show that brought just like happiness into my life. Mm-hmm. So many good aspects. Anyways, can't, go, can't wait to go back to hate watching something, but <laughs> it's fun while it lasted.